0: Hello, 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 and thank you for tuning in to this Wednesday pod of Born to be a Star, a podcast where you get to recognize your star power, you get to recognize recognize your brilliance, you get to recognize that you're not a robot, and sometimes you're going to make mistakes, and sometimes you have to deal with them, and sometimes you can fix them, and sometimes you can't. You have to recognize, sometimes you're going to stutter, sometimes you're going to be able to pronounce words, sometimes you're going to be able to understand words, and then other times you're not. And that's Okay. Welcome to being a person, man. Welcome to it. No one's better than anybody else. Well, in some situations, I can say sometimes you are and sometimes you are. But I got to tell you that. You're a star, regardless of the daylight or the darkness, and that you can do anything you set your mind to, regardless of what anybody has to say about it. We need to start understanding that we can do anything we put our minds to so we can do it. That's what I'm saying. So today we have a lot of awesome things to talk about. I hope you know that you are the light in the darkness for me and I hope that I am the light in the darkness for you. Let's get into our favorite part of the podcast by talking about "No Media Allowed." No media allowed. No, no media Because they lie to us. They lie to us anyway. Thank you, Skip. Appreciate you joining in on this version of "No Media Allowed." It's our of fun. Yeah, chorus of fun between me and Skip on uh, "No Media Allowed." So today, after yesterday, we talked about the shitty educational system in the United States of America that is completely just vomiting and very craptastic. Like, the teachers suck. The education system sucks. These kids aren't learning. They can't talk. They can't do math. They can't read. can't write. They don't even know how to write in cursive. They can't. How are they going to balance a checkbook? How are they going to budget? How are they going to do anything? I asked you all those questions yesterday during our about 10-minute conversation about no media allowed. Well, today... Why don't we talk about student loan forgiveness on this version of No Media Allowed? So, what would student loan forgiveness do for millions of Americans? Uh, and I'm not talking about the ones that are lawyers, I'm not talking about doctors, I'm not talking about judges, I'm not talking about the people that make a lot of money that are financially able to pay it back. I'm not talking about registered nurses, okay? that are making a salary of at least $70,000 or more. I'm not I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about people that are making anywhere from $30 to $50,000. Those people that are living paycheck to paycheck that are barely making it. How do we make their lives better? By giving them student loan forgiveness. Like Because how can you pay for student loans and pay for a mortgage and buy food and pay for everything else you have to pay for plus the inflation with gas and everything that's going on with the prices, the price index completely going higher and then pay for student loans too. Like if we're going to just give 20K or 20 years to Afghanistan and billions of dollars to that. Can we just put more in it and just give all that money for Americans like that are that need help now? When are we going to have that discussion? Why can't we focus on the problem? Education isn't cheap, right? So, they tell you to take out loans, right? So you can graduate because you need to go to college if you're trying to like work at a job where you're going to get a 401k and you're going to get benefits and you're going to get paid time off and you're going to have the ability to, uh, you know, have some sort of a growth at your position. Or, I mean, if you don't want to like move up, I guess you don't have to. Like if you're looking for an actual like corporate job, or whatever or you're gonna have to go to school like it's a requirement so you get in all this debt and then you go to take out a loan but then you have student loan debt and and, and it just never ends so like where is the student loan forgiveness for the working class because Biden said he was going to help people, but where is it? I want to know, because I don't see it. And I'm just wondering what the plan is here. Because there are millions of people that do need help, that do need something. And I don't know if they're going to get it because these morons that are in power don't understand reality like they're in a fabricated version of it. That's not real. And it's like, okay, but where do we go from here? Instead of us focusing so much on the fact that Ukraine is being taken over by Russia, and instead of us focusing on so much that Putin kind of sucks and he's doing things the Putin way, when are we going to talk about education and the fact that we're spending thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars on education that doesn't matter? If you're going to a like local university in the state you live in, or you're going to a university that's outside of the state you live in. Regardless. The education is only valuable of the person who has it. Knows how to use it. Just. Just. How do we deal with this? And why aren't we having more conversations about this? And why doesn't this administration fix it? The reason why there's such a gap is because there's millions of people being held down by debt and no one wants to take responsibility. And who am I talking about? No one. The government. And it's sad for these like these really young kids that are growing up. It's gonna be sad for my kids, like trying to convince them to go to college while not bringing up the fact that they're gonna to have to pay it all back and they're gonna to have to figure it out. Like, there's no balance there. So I don't, I don't really know, man. Like, uh, you're just gonna to have to figure it out. very strange but i don't think there's any plan here and talking about the subject of student loan forgiveness on no media allowed isn't taking away the fact that there's a war in ukraine right now and there's a lot of problems happening or there the gas is at a ridiculous amount of money in the united states basically anywhere in the united states i'm talking about the hills have eyes areas i'm talking about nobody lives there and Like uh, Alabama, because no one lives in Alabama, yo. let's be real. Like in these southern states where they barely have enough people and there's no Walmarts, there's no Targets, there's no stores. There's no people. There's just land. Or the big cities where there are a lot of people and there are a lot of things and the gas prices are up there, too. There's problems in the United States of America and there's problems everywhere. And I'm not acting like there aren't i'm just focusing on the fact that there's an issue with student loan forgiveness and that the administration isn't actually doing anything about it overall because they keep nitpicking specific things like if millions of people are having issues with debt and you're focusing on a hundred thousand that that's still leaving out nine hundred thousand see what i just did So what about the rest of that? And I'm I'm saying millions, meaning it's more than one. So that's a dot on a map. How are you going to fix this collectively so it doesn't feel like you're only focusing on one group instead of another How are we going to do this? I just. I don't get it. You might not get it either, but like what's next here? I don't know what's next here but I, I can tell you this we have to hold them accountable all of them not just republicans not just democrats not just progressive progressives we have to hold them all accountable together as a group of politicians if they say they're going to do something and they don't do it then we need to call them out and we need to replace them when they run for re-election they need to lose like aoc needs a slap in the face I don't know if she's going to lose. I don't know if the people are going to vote her out. Maybe that's what she needs. To be voted out. Maybe that's what all of them need. Because. This isn't fixing the problem. And I'm not saying that people don't need to pay back the debt that they owe. Because they do. They're getting into debt that they understand. It's just like credit cards. It's just like loans it's just like anything you have to financially be fully aware of what you're getting yourself into like if you're gonna buy a car you're gonna put money into an item that's automatically going to lose value when you drive off with it if you're going to invest in property you need to be investing in property where you're going to get a return of your money if you go to sell it you don't want to invest in a property where you're not going to make any money that means you're making more money back than you paid for it That's what I'm talking about. That goes the same way for property, for cars, for anything. What are you buying that you're going to get the value out of it with? That's what I'm saying. That's what education is. It's like an asset. It's like property. Like you're you're spending a lot of money for something where you're going to benefit from it in a different way. So you have to do it. That's what education is. But it's unfair that no one actually takes the time to explain this to anybody. And there's not enough FAFSA to go around for everyone either. So, again, how does this work, man? These are important questions, aren't they? I guess we're just going to have to figure that out together. Anyways, next part of our conversation, let's talk about something fun outside of the fact that politicians suck. They all suck. Um, Sports bras and leggings. How do we buy them when you know when to upgrade your sports bra collections and when do you know to upgrade your legging collection? Like I have a lot of different kinds of leggings. I have regular leggings that I could just, I guess, wear anywhere. And then I have like leggings for working out with my Peloton or tone it up or whatever. Uh, So like they're more flexible. So I have a variety of leggings Um, when it comes to sports bras. I have different like straps variations and different colors and different types of sports bras like i have a bunch of black sports bras but they're all different and like how do you pick a sports bra that best fits how you're working out like you're wanting a lift especially if you're put if you're like doing an arm workout or if you're like getting on a uh treadmill versus an elliptical versus a bike You know, are you rowing? Like what are you doing when you're working out? Are you running? Like I typically like to run. I haven't really been running the way I used to run and I really want to get back into it and I'm really gonna have to set a schedule for myself and get back on my workout the way I used to do it before. I was really getting in tone it up, but I don't know I, The thing I don't like about tone it up is like the people that are in charge of it Like they're living their own lives. So it's really kind of difficult trying to stay Energetic with that When there's no consistency with it That's the problem i'm having with it. So like it's not that I don't like it I'm, just having difficulty with the consistency of it. I think that's the problem for me um But when it comes to leggings and sports bras, I think you should be upgrading every couple of years. Once you start to notice that the colors are like fading out or you not feeling the elasticity and the bra, the bra isn't keeping, you know, your boobs exactly where you want them to be. Because the idea of the sports bra is it's containing them so you can work out. If it's not doing what it's supposed to do, then you're not going to get the the good effect of it so i think that's a variation that you should be figuring out when it comes to leggings you're gonna want want something that doesn't make you feel sluggish and gives you air and helps you breathe and makes your legs feel great like you want that variation there um if you don't have that i don't know next part of our conversation there's two breeds of people the i want crew And the excuses crew. The I want it crew figures out a way to get it done. And the excuses crew figures out a way to come up with an excuse. I mean, where do you see yourself? I consider myself an I want it person. So I want it. I got it. I see it. I like it. I want it. I got it. I wanted the Peloton a couple of years ago or whatever. I saw a commercial for it. I figured I prefer being able to work out on my own accord in my home. Because one, I don't want a gym membership. Two, I don't really want to like it's easier for me to be able to work out on my own accord on my own time and i wanted a peloton anyways and peloton is its own like universe of workouts so i see it i like it i want it i got it those four steps i investigated it i investigated the price how long it was going to take me to pay it off how much money i had to put down on it and i bought it Is it well worth the investment? Yes, it is. Why is it worth the investment? Because I can use it at my own, whenever I want to. It's in a room in my house and I can go in the room in my house whenever I want and get on it and ride it and use it and work out. Not only that, with the Peloton app, I can utilize that and do any workouts, whether it's yoga, whether it's a, whether it's a bar, whether I'm doing weights whatever I'm doing I can work out and I like that I like the easiness of that with a gym it's like I gotta go at this time I gotta go at that time and I don't want to be running around I don't want to be spending this ridiculous amount of money I don't have time for any of that and I guess I became very aware of that when I was trying to Go to work all day. And then after I go to work. Then I go to the gym after. And I'm like dead tired. And then I have to wake up again and go to work. And it's just like. uh. That's just one example. Of the I want it idea. I I see an opportunity in knowing where I want. And what my aspirations are. Like. Whether it's my career or whether it's where I want to live like currently we're figuring out a a new place we're going to live So we're not on a month. We're not on a yearly lease. We pay month to month at our apartment We can get up and go whenever we want whenever we actually find a place we want to move into We're just gonna go You put the down payment on it You know you do the closing costs and you move I mean you have to find a place where you're going to get your investment and, and you're going to see the benefit of what you're putting money into. There's a lot of steps that go into that. But you also want to make sure that you're not just constantly paying rent, especially when you're younger. You want to. You want to aspire to do better things and you want to have money and property because if you have money and property and you own your home or your condo or whatever that's better than renting it long term it's better like i'm glad i own my car and i don't have to pay monthly payments on this this car and when it comes to buying a new one i'm probably just going to just save up money and just buy a car like honestly i'd rather do that than anything else honestly The moral of the story is you're either a I want it or I don't know how I'm going to get it. And the I don't know how I'm going to get it crew doesn't get it because they're thinking about how they're going to get it. The moral of the story is you have to learn to be confident and you have to go after what you want. You can't just sit there thinking about how you're going to get it. You have to go get it with anything, a job, your education, a relationship, a friendship, whatever. If you want it, go get it. If you want that dress in the store, go buy it. If you don't have enough money for it, work some extra hours. Get another job. If you want a different car, figure it out. No one's going to hand you anything. That's not life. No one said everything was easy. Typically, everything is hard. But who knows? Next part of the conversation. Chase your dreams. Because if you don't chase them, no one else will. And make your dreams your reality. You can chase your dreams during the day and make them real. Why can't you get that position? Why can't you change your mind? Why can't you be what you set out to be? Why can't you be those things? Why can't you accomplish those goals? Why can't you have a podcast? Why can't you be a writer? Why can't you be a designer? Why can't you... like? Become the best variation and version of yourself. Why can't you become a next top level chef? Why can't you do any of these things? If you want to be a better cook, if you want to be a better designer, if you want to be a better watcher, if you want to get into comic books, if you want to get back into reading, if you want to do any of these things, why can't you do them? What's stopping you? Chase your dreams and be unapologetic when you do it. Don't explain yourself. Don't offer anyone the ability to tell you what they think or get you on discourse. Follow your dreams. Maybe it's going to lead you to shit and despair and bad things. Or maybe it's going to lead you to a beautiful paradise that you didn't know existed before. Regardless, do what makes you happy. Next part of our conversation. Some risks are, can lead you to rewards. Some risks lead to rewards. So like if you're at the casino and you're betting money, you might win big. If you're considering your outcome of taking this job versus another, it might lead you to something better than what you thought it was every risk could lead to a reward or it could lead you to the bottom of a barrel i don't know it depends on what it is like what are you risking like i'm not gambling is not great so be very careful with that like how much are you risking but if we're talking about like twenty dollars like just have fun If we're talking about twenty thousand dollars that could be a problem even two thousand that's a lot but some risks can lead to rewards, especially when it comes to, like, Wall Street and it comes to investing. Like, I'm more so talking about that. Sometimes when you risk things when you're in the market, it can lead to, like, there's no dividends. What are you getting into? Is this really a good stock to be buying? You should be asking yourself those questions. Especially if you're doing any sort of day trading or you're trying to figure things out or are you buying something that's red because it it went down and on and it's affordable or are you bu- i mean i would buy when it's a bloodbath. i would not buy when everything is green it's not when you buy you only buy on red days like you got to be very smart with the market you got to know how to play the game with the market like don't let the market play you right now with everything that's going on with Russia and Ukraine, you got to be very careful. It, it's a bear's market, just like uh, Kramer says, and I 100% agree with him. But you got to be very careful. You got to look at what you're doing and look at what you're getting into. Because you don't want to be on the opposite side of that. So while I'm saying some risks lead to rewards, they do lead to rewards. And some risks don't lead to that. Just be fully aware of when you're doing it. But being scared and fearful of everything isn't going to get you to the reward. It's going to get you to look at the other person getting to the reward. That's what I'm trying to get to. Let fear go. Risk it all on a dime, on a wind, on a thought, or a process. Just... Just do it and see what happens after. So I'm saying. Remember when I said Putin was going to take Ukraine? Remember, it was like a month or two ago and I said that he was going to do a war. Remember I said he was going to go to war? Remember when I said that? I'm going to say right now, it's going to kill a lot of people. A lot he's also going to kill the president of Ukraine at some point he's gonna die and a lot of other people are gonna die as well it's going to be a bloodbath. bath um, I don't think the idea of giving money to Ukraine is a good idea because there's a lot of corruptness and those people can't be trusted and the people that actually need the money and the help aren't going to receive it I know the United States of America Doesn't want to just blatantly say that because everybody wants to act like Trump is so bad, but there's no fixing this. And I was right when I predicted this was going to happen. And I think I'm going to be right when I'm predicting what the next things are going to happen with Ukraine. Prepare yourself for bad things that are going to happen. They're not going to be shocks to anybody it's just gonna happen. And you're just gonna have to be like, wow. I mean, are we even gonna be shocked? Everyone knows who Putin is. This isn't a shock. It shouldn't be a shock to anybody. Who is this a shock to? Are the Ukrainians actually saying they didn't think he was gonna do it? Did you really think that? Like, are we having a rational conversation about this? Because it doesn't feel like it's a rational conversation. It feels like you guys are picking what you want to think is real and picking what you want to think is fake. That's what this sounds like. It sounds like you're trying to navigate this conversation in a way where you get to be the victim. And they are the victim. Ukraine is the victim, 100%. Just be prepared for the worst to come. But don't be surprised either. At the same time all this war is going on in the rest of the world, if you live in the United States, you got you to gotta look at the war that's going on here. It's with each other. Like the point that people are missing is we're here in reality together. Why are we fighting amongst each other? Let the politicians rip each other's throats out. We don't need to. That's part of our conversation. Let's talk about TV. First question. Who watches NCIS? Because, I I don't know, I was home from work the other day, last week, and it was on, and I was just like, what the hell is this? Um, pass, dude, pass. Is that what daytime television is now, and they put that shit on during the day? Who is looking at that? What's next for Hulu? There's a bunch of movies that are on Hulu that look decent that I want to get into and watch. But I don't have anything that is really like potent for me to look at. The girl in the room, or whatever the that HBO one on, is looks good. I, I really want to get into that. Me and Skip are supposed to watch that together, but every time we're supposed to watch that, we never look at it, and we really want to look at that. Amazon. Amazon needs more. Because I feel like they do something, then months go by, and then there's nothing there. And it's like, you can't just have nothing. Okay? Like, granted, HBO had Peacemaker, and it has a lot of other things as well. Not just that. It has a lot I don't know. I don't know what's next for Amazon. But they need to do a better job. And they're not doing a better job. Like they need to have more content. Because now Apple. Is changing. Like. Like. Apple has had after party they have they have succession they have the servant they have suspicion they have weekly shows that are coming on every week and that is working for them not to mention they had all these movies all these specials they had a they had other things that were already there too like mosquito coast or whatever the name of that show was these other like streaming stations were supposed to catch up to that and they're not and and so it's like what are you doing like it's a competition for you to get viewers and you're missing it and I love Amazon I want Amazon to be the best they can be because I like the the company as a whole but As far as a viewer goes, I'm expecting more and I'm not getting what I'm expecting. So Amazon better catch up or a lot of people are probably disconnecting the ties because they don't really have a lot. Anyway, literally, we weren't signing to Amazon for two weeks and it didn't make a difference for two weeks. That's the majority of a month. And we didn't even notice. That's not good, dude. But okay ketchup amazon ketchup speaking of ketchup what happened to the different flavors of ketchup you know how they used to have like spicy jalapeno ketchup and all these different flavors what happened to that where did those go um they just disappeared um Where's the best place to buy hot dogs from? Your local deli or your like a, a market I'd say? Like I think I'm really gonna start buying hot dogs from um Hall's Market. I'm gonna be doing the majority of my shopping in there. I, I think it's better for us to eat at the market than the grocery store. I'm not saying I don't like the grocery store, but I like the variety better and I like knowing what I'm eating. And I can't say I feel that way when I'm eating at the grocery store. Everything is like pre-packaged. I know it's coming from a farm. I understand that aspect of it. I'm not saying that Big Y isn't doing all they can. I'm just saying that I like the market better. And when it comes to hot dogs, the best place to get the hot dogs from is definitely the market. Next part of our conversation outside of hot dogs and ketchup. mm, Now I'm thinking of like a grill out day. Um, When it comes to like sandwiches, what's the best lunch meat? obsessed with turkey. I I don't know why. It's just something about the flavor of turkey. And there's like different flavors. There's like chipotle turkey, there's regular turkey, there's honey roasted turkey, whatever. I'm obsessed with turkey. Like uh give me just some turkey, some lettuce, tomatoes and um I'm satisfied with that with some mayo and some mustard. That is a party for me for my mouth with some delicious like bread. Um delicious delicious um i don't know i like turkey salami is always good capicola is delicious um i I guess that's really it roast beef is okay uh, but the roast beef has to be really good for it to be okay it's got to be like exceptional i guess it depends on what you like and what kind of cheese do you like because like there's so many different cheeses like skip likes um American, I think the best. I think this is favorite. I personally like Swiss. Swiss is definitely my favorite. Um, there's definitely a lot that could be better that isn't, but. The reason I'm talking about sandwiches and lunch meat and hot dogs and all that is because we're trying to be better at how we're eating. So making sandwiches, making food from home, making things from scratch is becoming a different kind of a normal for us. And like if you're actually buying what you like to eat when you're going to the market or the grocery store, then that makes cooking more fun and it makes it something that you're actually going to consume versus just look at in a picture. So I think when it comes to lunch meat, and bread or whatever you should be buying what you're actually going to eat buying fresh bread you have to get that from a bakery or a market there's this place called Doro in West Hartford that's not that far from um, Hall's Market and between Doro and Hall's Market I'm definitely staying away from everything else just saying Trying to be better. Trying to be better for this year and the year after and the year after and the year after. Trying to eat in a way where I know where we're eating our food from. Like, when it comes to the meat, like, which meat is on sale this week? Which one do we want to eat? Are we making sandwiches? Like, things that are easy to make that are good for your body. Those are... Just easy ways for you to be in control of something that's really not that much of a big deal. That's all I'm saying. Where do you like to get your bread from? We like to get our bread from the market. And they have such a large variety of breads. Um, Potato breads always good. There's so many different breads. Um, I don't know which bread we're going to try next, but we're going to figure it out and we're going to like it. So there's that. Anyways, thank you for tuning in to this Wednesday pod of Born to be a Star. And we will see you tomorrow on Thursday. Bye.